0: Hello, welcome to My Secret Obsession. I'm Cherish Lively, and today we are reading Coveted Kiss. It's the third book in the Savage Security series. It picks up right where Avenging Kiss left off, and ties together a few dangling threads. The twists and turns in this romantic thriller hold the reader's focus through multiple points of view, giving the reader a peek into each character's perspective. This book has everything—action, mystery, revenge, and romance—so get comfy turn up the volume and let's read a book chapter 12 wednesday late afternoon jack tapped away on his laptop from the sofa he stayed busy looking through the photos and videos that he'd received the day before concerning the black widow's kills and the bombing of the training camp operation recluse when they learned about the black widow he'd never imagined that logan would be dating her and now he couldn't imagine how logan felt about everything he was thankful that the Black Widow, also known as Aditya Chopra, was no longer a threat to them, but her friends could still be gunning for them. He remembered that after the bombing that destroyed the training camp, as they stalked into the destruction to check things out, they'd seen a vehicle escape into the darkness. Someone had survived. Was Eric the only one who lived? Or did he have friends in the jeep with him? Jack fired off a quick text to Cole stating that he wanted to be involved in whatever tasks they'd be given to root out the terrorist cell. But he also wasn't going to sit on the sidelines and let his friends do the work of hunting down the monsters who were determined to harm them. Bella's foot twitched against his thigh. He turned his head slightly and looked at her. She lay nestled quietly with a pillow under her head on the sofa. Even with her bruised face, she was the most beautiful woman he'd ever seen. He hated that Eric had used her so horribly. The bastard deserved to die, and Jack took some solace in the fact that Eric would provide information on the local cell and possibly cells in the Middle East. Jack moved the blanket that lay over her to cover her feet, and then gently placed his hand on her leg. She slept so peacefully, curled up on the couch. Her head was at the other end, and she fit snugly in the space with her knees bent and toes grazing his thigh. He hoped her ribs wouldn't kill her when she woke. He wished she were comfortable in her bed, but she refused to go back to her room. She said she wanted company. Was that because she was afraid of being alone? Or was it because she wanted to be with him? He knew which one he wanted it to be. A soft moan had him checking the time. She was due for more pain meds, but he didn't want to wake her, so he let her sleep. His cell rang. He tapped the screen. Yeah, he said, moving his laptop to the coffee table in front of the sofa. He stood, rolling his shoulders, and looked down at her. His heart clenched with affection. He was glad he'd mentioned that he had a crush on her. He took it as a good sign that she hadn't wandered away from him to hide in her room. How's Bella? Cole asked. He'd been thinking about her. After seeing the video of her attack, he had a whole new respect for her he had always known she was tender-hearted, but he hadn't realized what a scrapper she was. Jack clenched and unclenched his fist. He wanted to do something. He hated sitting in her apartment while the others were working to resolve the situation, but he wouldn't leave her unprotected. Good, considering. She's sleeping, Jack replied. Good, Cole harrumped. We've had a development. What now? Go ahead, Jack replied. Cole watched from the lobby as Mike checked the other rooms of Savage Security for bugs. The lobby and conference room were clean. Logan's computer was bugged. So far, we haven't found another one. Jack moved his jaw back and forth as he thought. Want me to come over? I've been looking at pics. Yes, Cole replied. Bring your computer. Bella stretched her legs into the space where Jack had been sitting and moaned. He could tell that her eyes fluttered behind her eyelids. He'd been watching for signs of a nightmare. She didn't need to relive her attack in her sleep. You get my text? I want in on this, Jack said. Yes, I know, Cole replied. Don't you want to stay with Bella? Cole wanted Jack out in the field, but he understood the protectiveness Jack would feel towards her. Fuck yeah, he did. But he also couldn't sit on the sidelines on this. He wanted to take out whoever was coming at them. It wasn't because he didn't trust his teammates. It was because he couldn't rely on others to solve his problems. It was his job to take care of shit like this. I'll bring her with me, Jack said. There was no way he'd leave her alone in her apartment. Besides, he didn't know if her place was bugged. The smarmy little bastard had been there. There could be a bug or a camera here. The idea pissed him off. Okay, Cole replied. Watch your back. He knew he didn't need to say it, but he did anyway. He didn't need another team member's life going to hell. They had too much to do. Jack set his cell on the coffee table. Walking near Bella, he knelt beside the sofa. He let his fingers brush through her silky hair. Hey, he said, moving her hair and touching her cheek with his knuckle. Bella, time to wake up. Her facial muscles ticked through her discomfort as she rolled onto her back and looked up at him. What's wrong? She sat up, and a wave of dizziness washed over her. She steadied herself by gripping the sofa arm. Jack wanted to touch her knee and let her feel his affection, but he also didn't want to scare her away by pushing too quickly. We need to go to work. Work? She said the word with confusion. Cole expects me to work? She said with disdain. Good Lord, a full 24 hours hadn't even passed, and Cole wanted her back in the office. She knew she worked with a bunch of hard asses, but she had expected a little more compassion. Jack chuckled at her statement. No, he doesn't want you there. I have to go in. Bella's mouth dropped open. Maybe her brain wasn't working right with all the drugs and trauma. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. I'll stay here, she replied. She wasn't sure why he hadn't thought of that. She looked around the room for the pain meds and spotted them on the kitchen table. Would you give me my pills before you go? Part of him wished she could sleep off the pain and trauma, but there was no way he was leaving her alone in the apartment. He strode to the kitchen and found a piece of paper and pen and scratched out a note. He walked back to the sofa, placing his finger over his lips to give her the quiet signal. Taking the note, Bella's mouth dropped open as she read. Logan was bugged. Your place may be, too. Pack a bag. Her eyes rounded and her heart raced. Nervous tingles rushed along her skin, zipping away the fog that clouded her mind and set her thoughts racing. Had Eric done that? Was someone watching her? Did they record her in the shower? She swallowed back the bile that rose in her throat. Had she been someone's entertainment? Panic started to rise in her as her breaths came quickly. Suddenly, all Bella could see were the places where Eric had been. she stood from the sofa, disgusted as she recalled all the ways they touched each other on it. She'd groped at his erection through his clothes, as he'd played with her nipples, teasing them with his hands. She'd even been happy when he came in his pants. Thank God she hadn't slept with him. The thought disgusted her now. Logan noticed the anxiety in her eyes. He hadn't meant to scare her, but she needed to know the situation. He followed her as she walked to the bedroom. Opening her closet, she pulled out her floral-printed duffel bag and started with the basics. Gathering her bras and panties, Jack gave her privacy while she rummaged through her closet, pulling clothes off hangers. But he needed to do something. Moving to the bed, he straightened the sheet and blanket and then pulled the quilt to the top of the bed. Spotting the decorative pillows on the floor, he arranged them on top. Bella couldn't think straight. Between the meds and her battered body, she'd been struggling just to come to terms with Eric's betrayal. What turns a man into a monster? She hadn't deserved to be brutalized like that. Where would she stay? Would she stay at the office? She hoped not. They only had the basics there. Maybe she'd call a friend. Jack noticed her hand shaking as she shoved clothes into her bag. He moved to her and knelt, touching her arm with his fingertips to catch her attention. Leaning forward, he whispered in the ear, You're safe. He hoped she could draw strength from his words and his presence. His lips grazed her ear. As his warm breath caressed her, the fine hairs on her arms rose. Goosebumps shivered over her. She turned her head, and his eyes were inches from hers. He froze as she stared at him. Time slowed as her dark brown eyes met his. He felt the heat in her gaze, and he suddenly felt what it must be like when his gaze had penetrated her. Lust shimmered in her eyes, and her gaze dropped to his lips. When her tongue darted out and licked her lips, the trust in her gaze shot right through him and pierced his heart. What was he doing? He abruptly stood, knowing that if he didn't get away from her that he'd pull her mouth to his, and no matter how much he wanted to kiss her, she was vulnerable right now, and he'd respect that. Maybe he shouldn't have told her that he had a crush on her. It was normal for victims to latch on to their rescuer. He'd seen it repeatedly in his line of work. The white knight syndrome. He understood it, but that wasn't why he wanted Bella to like him. Bella felt the heat in her face as she flushed when he suddenly moved away. She'd embarrassed herself by looking at him like he was a warm triple chocolate cake covered in ganache with a side of ice cream on the buffet table that she couldn't wait to sink her teeth into. But he had to be used to it, right? He was a good-looking man, the kind that turned heads wherever he went. She didn't want to think about how many women had already sunk their teeth into him, how many other women had tasted his sweet affection. Could she maintain a relationship with him? Or would he tire of her when another woman came along? Tearing her eyes from him, she zipped up the bag and caught her breath. Too much was happening too fast. She still grappled with Eric's attack. What was she doing, thinking about another man? She stood and held the bag straps in her hand, ready to haul the bag onto her shoulders. Don't, Jack said, gesturing with his hands toward the bag. I'll get it. The last thing her ribs needed was the weight of the bag pulling on her side. He took the fabric straps in his hand and easily lifted it onto his shoulder. Bella grabbed a toiletry bag. Bathroom, she mouthed. Walking past him, she gathered her necessities and organized them in the little bag. Was someone watching her now? Had a camera been placed in the bathroom? Zipping the bag, she met Jack by the sofa. He had his stuff already put away in his backpack. Bella looked at the Christmas tree that sat in the corner. Jack had already unplugged it. The corner now looked cold and lonely. Lost with the Christmas cheer that she'd enjoyed earlier, Jack opened the door and they walked out of her apartment. He moved to the side in the hallway to make room for her. She turned and locked up. Then after a shared glance, they made their way to Jack's truck. Jack helped her into the truck cab and closed the passenger door for her. Sliding behind the steering wheel, he reached across the space and took her hand in his. Don't worry. They locked eyes. Nothing is going to happen to you. I won't let it. Her lips curved into an easy smile. I bet you say that to all the girls. He raised an eyebrow. The smile and flirty words were a welcome sign. Any time someone could find a little happiness in a tough situation was awesome. Once again, she was showing her scrappy side. What happened to Logan, she asked as he backed out of the parking space. She knew something went down, but she wasn't sure what. Is he okay? He didn't want to give her too much information. Most of what was going on would be held close to the chest by only those involved. He didn't want her to know too much. That would just make plain ignorant with the police and reporters more difficult. Jack raked his hand over his chin. He'd keep it simple, stick to the official story. Logan was seeing a woman, Aditya Chopra. She killed herself last night. Bella's mouth gaped as the words clanked around in her head. She killed herself? She said in shock. Why? Had Aditya been aligned with Eric? If she was bad, why didn't she shoot Logan instead of herself? Jack had been asking himself that same question since he'd been told about the situation. Aditya was a successful killer, and Logan had been in her crosshairs. It didn't make sense that she killed herself when she could have killed Logan and escaped. Assassins don't suddenly grow a conscience. I don't know, Jack said. He didn't like unknowns. They triggered a need in him to solve the puzzle. He understood why she went after Logan. In her twisted mind, she was getting revenge for her sister's death. But why shoot it all to hell by killing herself when she could have killed Logan? We'll find out. Bella fiddled with her nails. She scraped one nail under another as a distraction. It was a nervous habit that she'd developed in college when she'd finally outgrown biting her nails. Is someone going to check my place for bugs? She knew they had the equipment at the office. Jack nodded. Yeah, I can do that. I'm not sure I'll get to it today. We have to move while everything's hot. She rested her elbow on the door and looked out the window as they neared Savage Securities. She'd heard about homegrown terror, but she never thought that she'd be on the receiving end of it. Do you think you'll catch them? She cut her gaze to Jack. He filled the space behind the steering wheel. His muscular arms were hidden by his shirt, but she could still see the firm shape of his defined muscles. He hadn't shaven recently either, so stubble toughened his face. That's the plan, he replied. She scoffed and rested her head on her hand. What? he asked, his eyes darting to her. "'Did she dare be honest with him? "'Would it make things weird?' "'She decided to go for it since he'd been honest with her. "'I was just looking at you. "'You're the exact opposite of Eric. "'Eric was attractive, "'but it was not in the manly man kind of way.' "'She giggled at her own lame description of Jack. "'Jack barked a gruff laugh. "'I'll take that as a compliment.' He also took it as a good sign that she was checking him out. He wanted to ask her what she'd seen in Eric, but he didn't dare. That would just make her feel guilty or stupid for falling for his con. She laughed. It was meant as one. She reached into her purse and pulled out her cell and scrolled through her contacts list. Jack drove with one hand at 12 o'clock on the wheel, and the other arm rested on the car door. He glanced at her as she scrolled through her phone. What are you doing? Looking for someone to call, I guess I should find a place to stay. Jack interrupted. Place to stay? She rested the cell in her lap and looked at him. Alicia would let me crash there, don't you think? You'll stay at my place. He suddenly realized that he hadn't informed her of that. He just figured that's what would happen. With you? Her voice rose in question. Alone? Her mind raced to all kinds of scenarios each one ending with either sex or awkwardness, or even worse, awkward sex. Jack snorted. I'm not the big bad wolf. You don't need to sound so scared. He eased the truck into the parking lot. She twirled her finger into a lock of hair and collected her thoughts. I don't want to impose on you. If you check my place for bugs, I can go home. You won't have to worry about me. She didn't want to be a bother especially since she knew the guys would be busy hunting for the terrorist cell. Jack realized that she didn't get it. You'd never be an imposition. I have plenty of space. I won't even make you sleep on the couch, he said with a wink and pulled into the parking space. You'll have your own room and bathroom. He cut the engine and focused on her. Really, you won't be in the way at all. She wasn't sure how smart that was. He told her he was interested in her and she was feeling grateful to him for saving her. Then again, she was going to impose on someone, and Jack was offering. Biting her bottom lip, she said, Thanks. That would be nice. Thank you for sharing your time with me. I hope you enjoyed the reading for today. If you have not had a chance to listen to Avenging Kiss, you may want to do that. It can be found in episodes 38 through 53. To keep up with various novels and authors that we will feature, You can follow My Secret Obsession on Facebook, Instagram, and X at Cherish Lively. Or visit the website at tinyurl.com slash Cherish Lively. Goodbye.